Hey, Austin. You know how uh, you want to do sometimes like one shots for Dice Funk, sometimes for like themes and settings and stuff like that, that maybe don't have enough to cover an entire season's worth of material, uh, but are still interesting and worth exploring and how there's like a whole multitude of various different fantasies and, you know, flavors and areas across all of essentially fiction and even just reality that we could explore for the uh, purpose of Dungeons and Dragons adventuring? No, this is a foreign concept to me. I've never considered it. I don't think anyone ever has. It's alien. Okay. <laughs> Frightening. Well, Eldritch even. You would not mm. believe the D&D campaign I'm writing about the death of Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> it's mind-blowing. It's, it's going to change everything. He got shot in the head, right? That's the only way that joke works. <laughs> 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 well, Austin, with all of the various different places that we could go with a starting session for this, right? With all the different flavors. Maybe we do a cowboy world first or something like that. Or maybe we like, we're like, hey, why don't we do like a Super Mario thing where you jump into like a painting and it's full of like water things and you have to eat mushrooms to grow large. Um, I, I thought all that stuff was lame. So I was like, let's just do sports instead. You know, the thing all of our audience. Yeah, I love sports, dude. I'm going to flex the entire episode. Man, that Venn diagram for sports fans and D&D fans is like a perfect circle. So, you know, all that overlap. I'm looking forward to all of our our listeners who, upon hearing this, are going to say like, Ooh, I've been always waiting for when dice funk and uh, traditional combat sports intersected in my favorite medium. This is perfect. <laughs> the niche within a niche within a niche of the actual play RPG podcast <laughs> where D&D players talk about sports. It's just us four. Or how many people are in this call? Five, eight, twelve. You see, when you play as many sports as we do, you get brain damage and you forget how to count. So. <laughs> it's the CTE hour with your hosts, us. We should introduce ourselves. We should. So I'll just introduce myself very quickly because a lot of people who are listening to Dice, we, there's there's not a contingency of listeners who will be coming in solely for the sports related aspect <laughs> of this, I presume. There's not like, it's not like this is going to get cross posted to like our NFL and a huge number of listeners will be first experiencing Dice Funk this I, way. I will say if we were doing, if this was NFL themed, it'd be very difficult with just the number of players we got. Yeah, well... Potentially. I didn't mention this before. You're all playing seven different characters. So. Oh, well, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Good luck. No, my name. That will be hard to edit. My name is Chris, uh, Christopher Laria, sometimes known as Roll of T, and I will be the dungeon master for this setting, which means uh, expect a lot of low effort and a lot of shenanigans. Now the players should introduce themselves. Oh, I don't want to. That was the whole thing. You didn't even tell us about your show, Weekly Manga Recap, that you can support at patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. Why would I say that when Nick is here? Oh, what? <laughs> fine. Fuck you then. I don't care. I'm Austin Yorski. This is my show. I'm in charge. No, you're the DM. I'm going to play a player, which usually means I sh just shriek until I ruin your story. That's fine. I mean, it's really hard to ruin this. Okay. There's, not a lot, there's, not a, there's not that many moving pieces for you to like stick a wedge between. <laughs> He's going to railroad us back onto the field. Yeah, not, not many ferrets in this one shot, Austin. You don't know that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm Austin Yorski. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The interest of <laughs> patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. This is the show. Do we talk about our characters first? I don't know how you want to do it. 
No, just introduce yourselves first, because there there are you know some voices here that people who maybe haven't listened to the show before, or maybe haven't listened to some of the extra stuff like Shard Point, uh, maybe haven't heard some of these voices before, because at least two of the people here would be brand new to people if they've just listened to the regular seasons of the show. Okay, let's get to the exciting new voices then. Oh, uh, 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 I guess that's me, uh, and also him. Um, I'm Nick. <laughs> uh, I go by Nick F Time on Twitter, and I K F T I M E. Uh, and uh, along with Chris, when he's not doing stuff for uh, Dice Funk, uh, we host a podcast where we talk about manga called Weekly Manga Recap. Uh, and um, we have the best friendship, as in, uh, I swear to God, Chris, if you kill my character, I will hunt you down and destroy you. Uh, I was in the... But what will you do if I have someone fall in love with your character? Well, then well obviously, then I'll have to suck your dick. Uh, oh, okay. So, That's the only well, two ways go. this goes. Yeah, Fair. Exactly. All right. The, the, so with now that you've got that branching path, you've got to carefully consider which one you're going to have me go down. Uh, I have uh, been in, I was in the Sharp Point Academy one shot that Skitch ran for Dice Funk. And that's pretty much if you listen to Dice Funk, the only time you'll have heard of me, except I'm sure all the many, many times that Chris has talked about what a great co-host I am. So. I do often. I tell a lot of people that I wouldn't be here today if not for Nick. <laughs> Although what I don't know is that uh, he says, that, I wouldn't be here if Nick treated me better. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if Nick would just let me spread my wings and fly. Hi, I'm Peter Bowman. Uh, I also go, you can usually find me online as MechaGM. That's my Twitter handle, my YouTube channel, etc. Uh, I run a couple of podcasts with a couple of friends of mine, one of which is the Surly Grognards Tabletop Gaming Podcast that I do with my friend Eric. We talk about gaming and nerd culture in general. And then with Eric and our mutual friend uh, Gav Leaf, we do a roughly once a month podcast <laughs> on anime that we watch together. It's called Three Men and an Anime. Um, basically, we watch a series as a group together online, and then we spend an hour to two hours, sometimes longer, nattering on about whether we liked it or not and there should be links to the in links in the description of the episode for everything everyone's saying so you don't have to memorize everyone's twitter handle youtube channel <laughs> patreon instagram <laughs> secret dedicate this to memory the secret sexy snapchat yeah <laughs> i also stream video games on twitch at twitch.tv slash mechajam and i usually am running dnd slash rpg campaigns i've just been on break for about a year um I have run games with both Chris and Nick in the past. Uh, Nick a lot more than Chris, but uh, <laughs> Chris is in the first game I ran on st on stream. It was a good time. I had an axe. I cut people in half. Hey everybody, I'm Johnny Maloney, and I don't know any of these guys, um, mm. which is completely untrue. Actually, um, you may recognize me from the first and second season of, of Dice Funk, as well as the Shard Point one shots that uh, Skitch has been running on the side. Um, used to run a podcast with Austin Yorsky and uh, uh, Leon Thomas called Word Funk that is now unfortunately defunct. Uh, if you want to support me, you can climb a tall bluff on a blustery day and let the wind gently embrace your cheeks. I just took my pants off. <laughs> well, that's the second step. And that's not a joke. That just really happened. It's really hot in Florida right now. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's correct. Yeah. I'm also handsome. So. <laughs> Extraordinarily so. Oh, I didn't realize I, I was... we were supposed to talk about how hot we were. Okay, so. <laughs> I was just commenting earlier. I don't think anyone heard me how Johnny's uh, avatar in Roll20 is 
extraordinarily handsome and dashing. Which, which you yourself can actually see um, if you choose it as a player avatar in Pillars of Eternity uh, 1 or 2. Oh, is that actually you? That is actually me. That is, I, I contributed to the Pillars of Eternity Kickstarter at the tier where I was drawn in as a possible player avatar. So that is that is actually a portrait of me. He's also a character in Wasteland 2 and Shadowrun Returns, I yep, think. Yep, and FTL as well. I can be picked up as an F- NPC in oh, FTL. God. He's so popular and beloved. I'm in, I'm in more video games than I deserve to be. <laughs> so. Uh, so, with all the everyone introduced, I'm going to first talk about what we're going to be doing before we talk about the characters, because some of you might be like, Rally Ball? The fuck is that? And that's a good question, because uh, <laughs> I had... That exact wording of it. What is it is a terrible way of asking it, but the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Now, there you that go. That puts some oomph on it. So uh, when I decided to do a sports one shot, I first went through and I was like, are there any really good sports that just involve four people on a team? And the answer to that is not really. And it wasn't particularly exciting for the ones that I did find. So I had to make up a sport. So that is why we are here with Rally Ball, which is a, an amalgam of a lot of different kinds of sports, mostly contact ones, because this is Dungeons and Dragons. And the primary way that the creators wanted you to interact with everything in the world is to fight it. So, uh, yeah, the the golf duo test episode that we did was did not go well. No, it didn't. It, you guys just kept fighting the sand traps. And I, I had to explain that there weren't actually monsters in them. They were asking for it. There could have been a sand line at the bottom there somewhere. That is fair. I should have expected that. So the game that they're going to be playing is called Rally Ball. And the idea behind Rally Ball is it is two teams of four on opposite sides that basically one time, one turn at a time, try to do a rally where they try to get a ball into a goal. It's the most simple way that a sport can ever be. And obviously, like all simple sports, the complexity is in how the players try to do that because the other team is going to do everything in their power to try to keep them out of that goal. And we'll explain more of the rules kind of as we get into it. But the only thing to note is that there's no positions in the game, with the exception of one, which is the goalie. And that's just the one person whose job is to make sure that ball never goes into that hole against them. And who is the goalie for your guys' team? It's me. <gasps> Austin. Austin, we did yep. not rehearse this. Um, so I am playing a character who is the goalie. Um, not a good sentence to start with. <laughs> okay, so my character is named Dominique Hassock. Uh, she is a half orc. She's a level seven monk. She is lawful good. Um, I could read some of the stuff here, but the important thing is that in order to keep the ball out of the hole, hoop, net? Basically, think Stargate, but... <laughs> okay, out of the portal. <laughs> out of the Stargate. It actually literally is a portal, but yes. Good, uh, because Chris said, like, if someone wants to be goalie, make sure you have a ranged attack so you can uh, interact with the players who are far away. And I, it would have been easy to make a ranger who has, like, a, a, a sports equivalent of a bow and arrow or something. But there's a kind of monk who can shoot, like, chi blasts out of their hands, and I thought that would be an interesting way to take it. It's the way of the sun soul is what the... the the class archetype i think it's called mm-hmm. uh so she sits back in the goal and she like uses basically like 
sun punches to shoot beams across the field to attack people. It is going to be wild. Uh, just to read a little bit from her personality stuff. Uh, basically, uh, she has an unhealthy obsession with a team mascot, which we need to talk about at some point. Uh, as a lawful good character, she is a rules lawyer. She is very committed to fair play and being kind of a buzzkill because she wants to be the very best, like no one ever was. And she will kick you in half to get there. But she is lawful good. She loves rules. She loves winning. And she's half an orc. What's the other half? No one knows. Uh, I say we make the team mascot just like a cup of room temperature pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's okay. We'll put that on the list. Yeah, well, 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 let's go through the characters first, and then we're going to talk a bit about your team. Because you guys, we're actually going to be starting out midway into a match. So we're going to jump right into it once we get our characters done. In media res. Mm -hmm. That's that shit I love. But yeah, one more time, Dominique. Is her name? That's what people call her. Half orc monk. And, and, and what level are you? I'm a level seven monk, which is means I have extra attack, so I can shoot double Ooh. the beams. Double beams. And I can spend wow. I can spend key points, which is a monk thing, to use my bonus action to shoot more beams. <laughs> so it's gonna be one of those kind of things. Mm, I like this. Who would like to go next? It's me, Johnny. I would like to go next. I'll, I'll, all right. Okay. Um, all right. Next. Um, Jesus, uh, Jesus, Johnny. Calm down. All right. Yeah, you can go next. <laughs> um, uh, I will be playing a level seven rogue uh, by the name of uh, Dirk McNabb, uh, but everybody calls him Slippy. Um, I am a uh, dual wielding uh, rogue uh, armed with uh, a rapier and a hand axe. I keep a javelin strapped to my back as well, just in case I need to throw something long <laughs> and hard. Or, you know, in case we need to throw you. I, yeah, I mean, you can do that as well. Are we not reflavoring these D&D &D weapons to be like lacrosse sticks or are they just axes? <laughs> you, so, so here's the thing is that uh, Rally Ball is deliberately a combat sport in the D&D universe with the intention being that uh, it was a way to say like if you guys all just roll into this with like three barbarians wielding giant battle axes that's not out of character you could use lacrosse stick I'm not stopping you this is a world where like level one characters can bend the fabric of reality so the world could kind of justify everything you need to so it's all what you want yeah you know, um, so I've got the rapier because, of course, finesse weapons. Um, I might be able to, if I ever get to, like, double team on one of the opponents, do some hard damage in the end zone. Um, and the hand axe I can also throw uh, for, my, uh, uh, for my sneak attack damage as well. Um, hopefully, I'm not going to be the first casualty of this match, <laughs> but I predict that I, in fact, will. That's not good. <laughs> Next up, it's me, Nick. This is what I sound like now. Yeah, that's that's definitely exactly what my that's, voice sounds like. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. It's uncanny. <laughs> uh, I am playing a dwarf fighter named Ellis Fartek. Uh, I wield a great sword uh, and am basically very much the kind of like I'm a rock that hits you kind of uh, style for a, a dwarf fighter. Uh, at, Fartek has been uh, playing this game, not this game in particular, but this sport for a, a very long time. Uh, in fact, this is actually my third time coming out of retirement. Uh, I was I was just going to pretend to come out of retirement this time, just to you know get the interest in my name, so I could get the endorsements back. 
But uh, then someone actually signed me, so uh, here I am again. But uh, that, that's, I can't that's believe okay. you stole my voice, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> was it planned that this was going to happen before Brett? It was going to be Peyton slash Eli Manning, but then a much better idea came by. So <laughs> Brett Favre claims his Twitter was or his Instagram was hacked, where he was like, "I'm coming out of retirement, everybody." Yeah, that's so. That, yeah, we we believe you, Brad. That you wouldn't have done that normally. Like, come on. <laughs> He's usually so good with his social media use, <laughs> uh-huh. and technology in general. Oh, there's mm-hmm. gonna be a lot of sports jokes, folks. Buckle the fuck up, Peter. Yeah, so I am playing uh, Jacques Hansen or Jack. Uh, depends on. He's always called, said 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 Jacques, but. It's spelled in a way that everyone that it's very easily pronounced Jack, and he honestly doesn't care. Uh, Jack is very, very happy-go-lucky sort, sort of somewhat long, long sort of scraggly, long shoulder-length hair, thick glasses, sort of a dull, bemused look on his face most times. Um, he's very protective of his teammates, and doesn't really care much about the rules. Ooh, we have a bad boy on the team. Tell me about Jack's Jack's class, Peter. Jack is a bar- barbarian. He, he moves very quickly and likes hitting things very hard. That whole scoring thing, he doesn't really understand that. <laughs> he understands hitting people. And I will say that it, the, it, if his t- if one of his t- the one thing that you don't want to do around Jack is actually injure one of his teammates. Mm, interesting. That's when he gets real serious. So you have Barbarian, Fighter, and Rogue out in the field. Those are really high damage classes. And then the goal, we have a Monk, and I'm just doing fucking kick flips and back flips and ollies over here with all my dexterity so as i mentioned you guys are right in the middle of a match we're currently in the start of the game of rally ball currently happening this is a big event there is essentially uh so to not place this directly in the dice funk universe but to say that it perhaps exists at least within a parallel universe of the dice funk universe uh Rally ball was a semi-popular sport at one time. It was called the NRL, National R- uh, Rally Ball League. Then it became the WRL as it became kind of covering the whole plane of uh, the prime material. Then it became the IPRL, the Interplanar Rally Ball League. And now, with the discovery of space travel, it is the GRL, hopefully soon, the Galactic Rally Ball League. Oh dear. So Rally Ball has become... An excessively popular sport. A lot of companies sometimes sponsor teams and they create big tournaments. And there's a big dream to get to the big bowl at the end of it. And there's a lot. The Christmas bowl. I didn't name it specifically, but it can be that basically. Yes. (laughs) Can't wait to dunk on some aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it hasn't gotten there yet. There are plans to move into the galactic uh, rally. So we are not yet facing the monsters is what you're saying. Mm, They might be your final opponents. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) spoil. Shut up. Shut up. Come on. Shut the fuck up, Peter. Come on. (laughs) I'm just going to take a moment to let everybody know that uh, Slippy has a brand of hairstyling products. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's it's interesting you note that because the winners of the big bowl that happens have oftentimes retired from the sport afterwards and lived excessively wealthy lifestyles it's it's actually extremely rare that a team ever repeats as rally ball champions because after they win it they usually move on to some other position of greatness somewhere else so it's it's a very highly sought after thing and uh there's not 
localized teams the same way that most traditional sports that we think of do. Uh, back in the day, sports were kind of relegated to areas that created up like a central ownership and then were meant to capitalize on big markets. That's why there's like five New York teams. And then there's very little like Duffman, Indiana teams, you know. Uh, but as we've sort of seen time go on, especially as more things have moved to like esports and things like that, we've seen that there aren't really localized teams. It's more companies that sponsor teams now and things like that. So if you guys were going to go under this, who do you think? What is what is your team? It could be anything. Hmm. It could be the local uh, beer company. It could be uh, the local erection. That would give a dark turn to the obsession with the mascot that was mentioned. <laughs> I need the bottle. Give me Mr. Bottle. <laughs> it could be uh, a food home delivery service. It could be uh, erection. Soylent pills. Brown. <laughs> I, I mean, so we have a lot of established corporations in the Dice Funk universe. And my first thought is definitely that to give uh, some spotlight to an under developed one the the gabriel corporation who manufactures uh heavy weaponry and intergalactic missiles <laughs> i think would be really fun <laughs> to be sponsored by oh. people who make the big bombs i could get behind that because then our slogan could be boom goes the dynamite <laughs> we're like the raytheon uh team but the, speaking of the mascot what do, I, do you guys want to go silly or do you want to go fun like what kind of mascot were you thinking I mean, if, if you're going the Gabriel Big Bomb, shouldn't it be like an enormous mushroom cloud with like cartoonish <laughs> eyes and little hands? It's like, hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Smoke Show. <laughs> Smoke Show. And then show. we can actually like have a controlled fire on the mascot as he like runs around in the crowd. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. The, 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 the mascot could be a walking sort of anthropomorphic atom. <laughs> okay, for the very literal. That's like a fallout fucking thing. It's me, Adam the Adam. Yeah. It's 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 also it, I don't know, that's a little close to the Springfield isotopes for me. Mm. You're right it is. You're right. I don't watch the Simpsons. I assume that's what you're referring to. What? We talked about this before, Chris. You don't like the Beatles. I don't like the Simpsons. We have to just get past this. Simpsons are injustice. I know. We'll call it, we'll, we'll call ourselves. We'll call ourselves the Gabriel Corporation Radiation Poison. <laughs> <laughs> Just to have a mascot that's, you know, a guy who's like, you know, uh, skin is decaying Just peeling off, off. And, uh, is vomiting up his guts. Yeah, and, everyone's in a mood for that Chernobyl series. It's a great time to be a person of Ukrainian descent right now, let me tell you, out in the world. Oh, God, Austin, I had to take a break watching that first episode. Don't even start with me. <laughs> you guys can still be an animal or something like that. There's nothing saying that you have to be related to what the company makes, like... When Samsung sponsors a team in League of Legends, they don't call them, like, the Samsung phone people, you know? <laughs> okay, well, my suggestion before we started recording was the fairy armadillos. Are you guys aware of the pink fairy armadillo? It's the weirdest looking animal, and I love them very much. I'll admit, my brain went, to, my brain, when we were doing animals, my brain went to the pangolin, but... Oh, I mean, pangolins are good as fuck. They are. So you're, you're going to be the Gabriel Corporation pangolins, which kind of makes sense, considering... <laughs> Is corporation in the name? It can't just be the Gabriel Pangolins. Yeah, it could be Ga the Gabriel Pangolins. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not tied to a locale, Austin. We're a corporation. And so there's mm -hmm. a the big guy, the big mascot costume is like a giant pangolin, and every, for every match, Dominique follows it around, and it's just that, that glows. 
I insist the pangolin glows. Yeah, a sickly green glow. <laughs> it's a glowing pangolin. So you guys right. are in the middle of a match, and essentially matches take place in a giant circular arena that is sort of observed at all times by professionals because this is a sport where you are by all means allowed to go hog wild on your opponents. You can go and try to cut as much of them apart as possible. Uh, <laughs> teammates will basically be removed if they were to, going to take lethal damage. Essentially, in D&D terms, if you're knocked to zero, a mage teleports you out of the match uh, for at least that particular quote-unquote rally. So things go in turns. You guys take a rally. If you score, then your opponents have to score a rally or they lose. And if they score a rally, then it'll just kind of continue on in that pattern. Similar to how volleyball works uh, when you get to like extra time or when you get to the score limit kind of thing. So do you regret just not making this a volleyball episode? See, the issue is that volleyball <laughs> is very complicated as well. Note, there is there is no sport that I could do that doesn't require me to ignore the fact that we are operating in theater of the mind and that you don't have to have all these things laid up in front of you. And also volleyball generally requires either two or six people. So it was a hard thing all around. Also, no one can argue with you <laughs> as far as the mm -hmm. rules go. I made, made up, up. I made up the rules. Shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm now going to amend a quick character description here because Austin just put it in my head that even though I am equipped with a studded leather equivalent armor, I am, in fact, wearing volleyball shorts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just, just little just, booty shorts. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 just so we're clear, Slippy's got a charisma of 16. Oh, so he's like he's like a pretty boy in the rally ball scene, you know, wants to be a star. Ooh, I have a what? six to charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes Dominique, but everyone loves Slippy. It's just how it is. She spent her entire life training. She's unhealthily <laughs> obsessed with being the very best and the mascot to the detriment of all her other stats. <laughs> uh, so across from you guys is the team that you're facing known as the Crown Air Big Times. And <laughs> All right. There are there are four members of the team. There is a Kenku whose name is Jet. He's this guy over here. There is uh a Duckbat Aracroca. Uh, Duckbats are something that was created by uh, Dice Funk Lore. Uh, to my knowledge, they are just uh ducks <laughs> crossed with bats basically. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean they weren't sapient in the season they were introduced. Is this like a mutant? <laughs> no, it's well, it's an Aerocrocra. So like Aerocrocra oh, okay. seem to have influence of some kind of bird. So that's yeah. that. That's just what she is. Her name is Anna. Uh, there is a blue and orange warforged robot at the front whose name is Mister Met, and then <laughs> hanging out in the goalie is a turtle. Uh, Fuck off! Are... I wanted to introduce turtles. You yeah. asshole! You stole my turtle funding. Sorry is a turtle, which are basically the turtle people of D&D, &D, uh, and it, his name is Nickman. So the turtles were introduced in a supplement called The Turtle Package, and I've been waiting for like two seasons to <laughs> drop this on the audience. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, Austin. So you guys are going to start with the ball. So that means you're attacking first. You guys get to go into their side of the field and just go hog wild as much as you want all over all of them. Now, now the goal of now the goal of a rally is to put the ball through the goal. Yes. Correct. Now it's okay. worth noting that rallies are set to time. 
So if you don't get the ball into the goal in time, then it just switches possession, essentially. Think of it like football having a certain number of downs that you have to reach the goal. Uh, if we left D&D to be its own thing, this fight could go on for fucking ever. So it's a very short amount of time that exists between rallies. But for everyone except the goalie, damage carries over. So if you get really hurt during a rally, even if they don't score against you, you may still be at a disadvantage for the next round. I just rolled a 20 for initiative. Now, Chris, one more time. How much is the golden snitch worth? Uh, just one point, dickhead. That doesn't seem particularly balanced. <laughs> just one point. There's only one point. That's the only that's the only thing that matters, guys. Just get the uh get the ball in the hole and then defend yours. Which is really kind of just life advice in general. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll leave my hole wide open. Y'all know what the fuck it is. So uh, Johnny, you are up first with Slippy. Uh, which one of your team is going to start with the ball? Um, all right. So why not? I'll start with it if I'm going first. Okay. Um, let's fuck shit up. All right, let's do it. Do Do you guys have like a pre a pregame little like huddle thing you do with one another? Like, you know, Drew Brees gets in the huddle and he's like, let's kill, 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 kill. <laughs> uh, we get the mascot out there and we all rub his tummy. Mm-hmm. And the person inside the suit is very uncomfortable. <laughs> I think that's what Dominique does. Yeah. <laughs> she, she thinks everyone loves this ritual, but no, no one else does. You just hear from inside the mask, like, why must you degrade me like this? <laughs> Please, this is a minimum wage job. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I do this in my free time for my job as a sport. Okay, guys. Here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to take the ball. I'm going to run up the left-hand side. Once I get there, I'm going to throw an attack, and then I'm going to pass the ball. Position yourself, okay? So I'm going to occupy jet, and then you guys spread out, okay? Oh, it's a jet. I just saw the icon. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck off. I, I hope you guys can acknowledge the giant pun that are these characters, oh, yes. by the way. Yeah, you're, it's great for a, a purely audio program that you put so much work into this, Chris. Well, no, no, not those. All of their names and everything. No, I, yeah, I got you. Okay. All right, yeah. So I guess what I'm going to try and do is approach Jet from kind of like the left-hand side of the arena. Okay. Um, And I'm going to attack him. <gasps> no! <laughs> Well, I I thought that we would maybe sit down and have some tea and, you know, like, share some deeper feelings about our growing up and families and what we really dream for in our futures. But it seems to me like um, uh, attacking him might be the, the more direct way of doing this. Kick his ass, McNabb! So I got I got two weapons here. I've got my uh, rapier and my hand axe. So two-weapon fighting means I can take a bonus action to... Um, uh, attack twice essentially, but my second um attack does not get the um to hit bonus, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So first, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attack with my to hit um rapier. So that's so that's a 19. Oh, that's a mess. I'm sorry. Now that's a hit. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's one d eight plus three. Five damage. Okay. And then I'm going to roll again with my hand axe. Uh, That's an 18. That's a hit. Okay. Hand axe is 1d6 plus 1. 5 damage. 
Do you say anything as you run up to this guy and uh, you start thwacking him in the head? Fly away, little birdie! Got <laughs> a big ugly dickhead! <laughs> Damn, the nuance, though. It's worth noting that Kenku uh, canonically are not allowed to speak. They can only mimic other people's voices on their own, basically. So I need you, if you want this character to respond, you had to talk to him so that he could dunk on you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If that is your turn, Slippy, then it is Dominique's turn. Hell yeah. Way of the Sunfist, bitch. Attack, attack. That's 19 and 9. Bonus action. I can use a key point to do two more attacks. 22, 25. Who, who are you attacking? Jesus Christ. Uh, the, <laughs> is is uh, the Kenku still alive? Yeah, the Kenku still up. Uh, well, not for long. All right. <laughs> We're going to burn him to the ground. Hadouken? <laughs> uh, so three of those hit. <laughs> I've been training all my life for this. Get fucked. <laughs> 23 damage. Jesus. She punches forward with both arms, like some Dragon Ball Z shit. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and the whole length of the field is blasting with two beams. Uh, you basically shoot two big holes through the Kenku. And it looks down and like kind of puts its hands in the new holes you've created, like out of a cartoon. And it's just like, Hah! See you next sports, bitch. <laughs> See you next time, bud. And then he fades away as uh, one of the wizards teleports him out. So Jet is currently gone. Slippy shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, also, this is also how I played football in high school, by the way. <laughs> you also shot laser beams out of your hands. Uh, uh, no, injuring people when it probably wasn't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is Mr. Met's turn right now. So he is going to run up to. Oh, I'm forgetting Nick's character's name because all I see is Luchasaurus. Fartek. Fartek. I really like Luchasaurus, though. Chris has been amusing himself with the same image for like two weeks. I found a second one, too. Thank you very much. He's my new favorite wrestler. What, there's more than one picture of Luchasaurus, active yes. professional wrestler? How could there possibly be? <laughs> so Mr. Metzka tried to attack you, uh, Feldrick, Feldak, Fartrek. Fartek. There we go. I'd have to remember. It's, it's, not, that, it's, not, that easy, it's not that difficult to pronounce. It's like Farv, but without the V. And well, here's the tech. Because I have the maturity of a 12-year-old in my mind. I'm like, Fartek. <laughs> <laughs> Fart EK. <laughs> so do a 14 or a 19 hit your AC. I believe that a 19 does. Just a second here. It uh yeah, 19 hits, 14 misses. Alright, nerd. Take seven damage. Oh no. And as you see, Mr. Met just starts doing the robot on you. He's like, you will not pass. <laughs> And then he gets up and he's done doing the robot, but he's <laughs> trying to be very intimidating. Oh, I, I thought you were—I thought you were going to say like he does the robot, and then while you're distracted with his sweet moves, then he attacks <laughs> oh, yeah, you. Yeah, no, he, he, do, he like, does it afterward. Gotcha. Okay. He, he does the move where like the arm stops, but like from the elbow down, keeps swinging back and forth like a pendulum. And as you're impressed with that, <laughs> he then like punches you like four times in the face. Come on, ref. That's clearly unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct. You can't do the robot in the middle of the field. I mean, I, mean, I, I try to dodge it, but I'm just hypnotized by his by his moves. He, he moves like a robot. How does he do that? 
All right, it is your turn now, Fartek. Oh, but once he stops <laughs> dancing, uh, Fartek is going to realize that he should handle this in the way that it is uh, most obvious for an athlete to do, which is by just, you know, running straight into the guy trying to attack him. Um, so Fartek does a does a bit of a headbutt, and then uh, on the uh, backup from that, let's do an upward swing with the uh, with the greatsword here. Okay. Let's see, that's uh, plus seven to hit. Yay, 26. This guy has the highest AC in the team, and you just crush him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, I get to roll a bunch of damage for my greatsword. That's not very much damage on that, but I will. Nine damage. Still a good amount of damage there. I'm very proud of you. You're my favorite, Nick. (laughs) Good to know. Fuck you too, then. Say your turn. You still have a I movement. love you too, buddy. You still have a movement action, and uh, Slippy did uh, ask to set up a pass. Now you could le- you could leave you could leave that for Jock, but I'm so Svartek uh, uh, in his head is like, uh, you know, I'm I'm the greatest uh, runner ever, even though you know my my <laughs> knees have been through like twenty seasons of uh, sports ball. Uh, so uh, now I'm gonna. Do a sweet sw- spin move around this guy, and then just kind of trudge. You know, I'm, I'm a, I can't move very fast because I'm a dwarf wearing heavy armor, so I'm just gonna go like I don't know one square past him. I guess. <laughs> just, uh, uh, I'm so graceful. Look at me get past this guy. Let, <clears throat> let's flavor this because we're doing sports in D and D. Give me an acrobatics check. Let's see if you're actually <laughs> able to just like scoot past this guy. You just you just completely clown him potentially. Uh, well, unbelievably, I actually do have a bonus to this move, so hang on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, unfortunately, you are able to, like, move to his side, but you try to do one of those, like, check moves and, like, swift past him, but, uh... I knew, I knew I'll juke him out. <laughs> oh, 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 my leg. Oh. <laughs> Mr. M.E.T. is a little too fast for you to just completely blow past him. That's a move. It is gonna be Anna's turn. And she is going to pull out an old school, I guess, just like flint action giant kind of like revolt, not revolvers, uh, rifles. A matchlock? Yeah, like a matchlock. Uh, essentially, I'm playing at the irony that she is a duck bat person who uses the weapon traditionally used to kill ducks. Uh, and she is going to aim it at you, Slippy. Mm. And she is going to fire two attacks at you. Okay. Slippy, no. Oh, that's a crit for the first one. That is Oof. a crit. And, and a 12 for the second one. Which is a miss. All right. So it won't be too bad then. Slippy, no. <laughs> Slippy, you will take 10 damage as one bullet misses and just hits your feet. But the other one, uh, where, where do you think hits you? Well, this is the thing, is that I will not take 10 damage because one of my reactions, <gasps> um, uncanny dodge. When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. But do you really see her? (laughs) Do you see her, or do you just see her appearance? Yeah, or are you just recognizing someone's there? Have you even tried to connect with her soul yet? (laughs) I, I I think before she fires, we share a moment of eye contact. She's like... I want to beat you and win this whole damn tournament, you know. <laughs> um, I so so as a, if that's a, a five damage hit, I'm going to say that's official hero zone. 
So that's that's shoulder. Okay. Just one one just gracefully kind of uh, uh, grazes your shoulder, and uh, you just get one of those cool like little wounds that makes you look tough and nothing else because you're still the pretty boy of the team. Yeah. And there's a, a collective swoon from the people in the audience who are devilishly attractive to you. Which I totally play up. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I do this like, ah, face and everything and like clutch at the wound. But it's like, but it's also like a sexy, ah. Yeah, it's a, it's a super <laughs> sexy, ah. And uh, Dominique, you, because you, I assume, like to keep the mascot near you at all times. Uh-huh. You hear from inside the mascot. Say, Zata's one gorgeous piece of mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely jealous right now. <laughs> All right. It is going to be your turn, Jacques. All right. Well, Jacques is very enthusiastic about how things are currently going. Um, you know, he basically does that sort of, sort of classic athlete. So, yeah, but here we go. Yeah, that's good. Good going. Good going, guys. <laughs> and he was very, very happy with uh, Dominique's attack there because, you know, Took out somebody in one in one fell swoop. Well, I helped. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, you did, and it was it was a great team effort. Awesome. I'm putting the team on the back though. So uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll make sure to tie up that last person because you know we got we got to got to do got to do the thing. Also, there's someone directly in front of me that is not occupied by anybody, and it shot at one of my teammates. Hey, are you talking about me, little Mister? <laughs> I sprint directly at at, at 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 the at the duck bat at at staggeringly incre- impressive speeds because I am a barbarian and I'm not wearing heavy armor. Basically, I want to run up to them and tackle them, basically. Well, how about this? Uh, we'll give Anna uh, a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way. Uh, and if she's able to pass, then good. If not, then you can tackle her to the ground and knock her prone. So uh, what would be a good saving throw for you to beat? It could also be a contested check, like an attack against a dodge. DC 25. <laughs> That's very high. Um, well, the stakes are high. Well, I, it, we could establish it with my with my attack roll. Actually, yeah. Or, or you could do, yeah, go for it. Go for an attack roll. Which I crit on. Crit? Okay. Well, wow. <laughs> you grab the shit out of that duck bat. So as you're like getting in and you're going in for this tackle, you hear her say to you, she's like, don't mess up, up the don't mess up the feathers now, hon. I got a contract deal with some feather pruning companies. I got sponsorships. And then you just fucking sack her to the ground. And uh, when you do so, you hear a rather sickening crunch sound. <laughs> and uh, you get up and uh, give me. Give me a medicine check, Jacques. <laughs> oh, we're, ch- we're turning this real tragedy into comedy. Uh, birds have hollow bones. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. Uh, with an eight, you can't diagnose it perfectly, but you're like, hmm, I don't think feet should bend that way. <laughs> this is a lot of screaming. I don't normally deal with this. <laughs> All right, it goes then to the, the actually Jet's gone. So then we go to Nickman, who's just going to go total defense because he's like, well, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so one person, one person's da- uh, completely gone. The other person, uh, well, I just saw that, and uh, Mister Metz just up there with the uh, the big guy. So I'm just going to try to avoid being I'm, killed. I'm gracefully juking around him right now. He's not going to occupy me for very long. So I'm getting around him. So Slippy, you still have the ball. What would you like to do? 
Um, okay, uh, so I think circumstances have changed. Um, a pass doesn't really seem like a, a phenomenal idea right now, seeing as how I'm the only one open. Uh, what do you guys think? Should I just charge the goalie and start? Dunk it. Dunk it. Dunk it. I, All right. I don't know what to do in this situation. You should go along and I'll throw it to you. <laughs> Dunk it. He already has the ball, dude. What? <laughs> what? Dunk it. All right, I'm going to charge the goalie then. Or you could wait. For, you could wait for me to go. For me to run at the run and try to take out the goalie in a second. Generally speaking, if the goalie is still up, it is going to be exceptionally difficult to get a goal in on them because they are blocking it physically with their body. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll run. I'll run the goalie then. Okay, and uh, uh, do my attack with my rapier. It is worth noting, since he took the dodge action, I think I said total defense before, which is the 4E equivalent of it. Yeah, uh, because that's, he, because that's he's not going to hit anyways. Uh, yeah, with dodge, you would roll uh, with disadvantage. Okay, well, uh, it doesn't get much worse than that, but it did. Uh, <laughs> a 9 will unfortunately miss as Nickman uh, places basically, he's kind of sort of just like, for lack of a better word, turtling inside of his shell and is just letting the weapons <laughs> bounce off as much as possible. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and strike again with my hand axe then. And that's a 13. Uh, 13 will also miss. I figured. All right. Anything else that uh, Slippy would like to do? Perhaps would you like to intimidate your opponent? Yeah, okay. Let's, let's roll to intimidate. <laughs> okay. Eight. What are you saying, Dub? Well, at an eight, it's probably just something like, Keep your face in there, ugly. <laughs> right. You see a small tear drop out of the head with the hole where his head is. Rude. <laughs> Mother said they'd be mean. <laughs> and now it is Dominique's turn. All right, so I probably can't reach the goalie from the other goal. That seems unreasonable for the theater of the mind that I have envisioned. That's not right. Yep, but you can. You're not restricted to just operate within the goal because your team's not on defense right now. So you're free to go out. It just places you in danger. Oh, I love being in danger. Yeah, if I can do that, I actually have a really high monk speed, 45. Normally, oh, boy. 30 is like a human. I So I'm just bolting down the field. Uh, and Dominique is slightly faster than I am. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just going to do like a flying punch with a Superman punch is the wrestling term mm-hmm. that just sends out as many bolts as possible at the turtle. Uh, 22, 20, 13 crit. Oh, OK. So are you, did you do those with disadvantage? So it'll be uh, 20 and 13. And then I'm going to use my key point to do t- uh, two more as bonus action. So, 21 and 12. <laughs> I got two crits here, but they don't count because disadvantage. Uh, you still you still hit with uh, two of those. Boom, shakalaka. 17 damage as I Superman punch so hard it shoots a laser beam into the turtle. Uh, yeah, so uh, the turtle would normally like curl itself into its shell, but now you've placed an extra hole that uh, no appendage goes in and is going to be... Uh... Uh, a damage mark upon his shell. Correction, that's the hole my foot goes in <laughs> when I get there. <laughs> All right. It is going to be Mr. Met's turn, 
And he is locked into a fiendish duel right now with Fart Tech. And <laughs> Fart. 24. That's a hit, definitely. You're going to take whew, really low seven damage as Fart Tech, or sorry, as Mr. Met is thinking to himself, hmm, maybe we're not as cool of a team as we thought we were. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's your turn. He just he he's, he doesn't even have time like the enthusiasm to dance anymore. Things are looking really bad for them. Fartek is going to be like, no 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 stop! I I, I dodged you. you. Stop it! And just kind of like whaps him with his great sword, like you know, in a in a kind of like no Lego. Oh, dismissive Lego. way. Yeah, it was like, Lego. Lego. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> Twenty six. Yeah, yeah, you hit my dude. <laughs> he is very dismissed. <laughs> Let, let go, let, let go, 16 damage. <laughs> so what, how, how, how do you envision this going there, Nick? Is like, Mr. he's trying to, like, dismissively wave his sword, but because uh, Mr. Met is trying to still uh, attack him, that he accidentally, like, impales himself on it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Met's going to go down, though you'll notice that Mr. Met hasn't completely, hasn't been teleported away, which usually happens when somebody notices someone is in the range that they could potentially die in. Uh, it looks like he's just sort of flopped to the ground at this point uh, because he has seen how this goes. Oh, I got you. <laughs> hey, man, you're going to get you. Th- th- man, you're fake. My name fake. I don't even mind my name. <laughs> okay. He's melting. Oh, he's turned into jail dribble. Yeah. We're going to go for Anna then. And she is in reeling pain through, through a gridded bill, I guess. You see, she is going to pick up her rifle and point it. Point blank at your chest there, Jock, and try to unload two rounds into you at 26 and an 11. The 26 will hit. It's going to be nine damage there, Jock. Ow. And she's like, I appreciate that you at least didn't ruffle the feathers. <laughs> that is a very lucrative deal. <laughs> I got head and feathers shampoo commercials tomorrow. <laughs> Though I suppose as a duck, my head would also be covered in feathers. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. It's going to be it's going to be your turn, Jacques. Jacques will scratch his head a little bit in in confusion. Cock his head slightly to one side. Look at where he was shot. Unsling the great axe off the back off his back. Just raise it up directly over his head and swing straight down at her. Oh, no. Uh, make this roll with advantage because she is prone and uh, essentially uh, immobilized at this point. <laughs> uh, that's not the right way. Well, one of them's a 20. Oh, goodness. Okay. Just roll your crit damage. Uh, what is the crit damage on the Great Axe? It's base is 1d12 d- plus 4. Uh, you would just roll 2d12 then. Plus 4. 18. So 18 damage. Okay. Um... <laughs> So you double credit her basically through two turns. Yeah. Um, I would like to believe that there's a, a split second where your axe has landed like firmly on Anna's chest and there's like a, ah! and then poof, she's, she's teleported away uh, before any further damage can be done. Aww. Oh, you feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I feel bad about, but I feel bad about something. So, it is Nickman's turn, and I believe Nickman peeks his eye out of his shell, and he sees that Jet is gone, 
that Anna is gone and that Mr. M.E.T. has uh, gone into business for himself and just taken a <laughs> flop <laughs> and that you two are directly in front of him and he refuses to go out like this. So he's going to launch a supersonic speed punch out of his shell over at Slippy right at your face. So he, he's, he's trying to go out in the most baller way he knows. I respect that. Four, 14. That is a miss. Oh. <laughs> All right. What do you want to do in response to uh, uh, Slippy? It is your turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to, first of all, attack with my rapier at a 21. That's that's a hit. All right. So, yeah. So, my sneak attack damage uh, means that um, if I have advantage or if another one of my allies is within five feet of my target, I deal an additional 4d6 damage oh god <laughs> so first of all we've got the 1d8 plus 3 regular damage from the rapier which is 8 and then we've got 4d6 so that's a total of 21 damage altogether <clears throat> okay uh yeah you you deal some absolutely but ridiculous damage to this poor turtle <laughs> And uh, he has fallen to the ground. Uh, he has not te been teleported away, but unlike Mr. Met, it looks like he actually is just sort of on the precipice of the sort of bleeding out area. Right. Uh, he just hasn't been teleported away because it hasn't been like a fatal amount of damage yet. Right, right. Okay. But he has fallen, so the goal is open. Yeah, but um, can I can I score? Because I've I've used my attack damage. Can I use my move to? You could certainly pass the ball up to somebody else to like drive it home in like a teamwork kind of move. All right, then I'm I'm gonna very like stylishly, um, uh, uh, scoop it off to um, whoever's next in the order. Well, that'd be you, Austin. Oh shit! All right, cool. It's it's going to Dominique. <laughs> All right, Dominique, you have the ball. How are you? How are you going to do this? I, so if he if Slippy throws the ball back to me, I'm running up the field. I want to do like a, a spinning kick, like a Chun Li kick to the ball. Is that legal? You gotta do like a you gotta do like a bicycle kick thing. Total Shaolin soccer. I absolutely want a Shaolin soccer bicycle kick. This, but first I want to yell back, "Hey, Penny's worth the pangolin. Watch this shit." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is that just a dexterity attack? Uh, give give me an acrobatics check. Okay, let me double check. I have a plus seven in that. I was gonna say, I hope you have a good one. You're a monk. That's my thing. I bots. <laughs> <laughs> no, Penny's worth. Look away. <laughs> so there's there's a moment where Penny's worth is watching you go, and he's like, "Ah, oh, the passion of youth in its prime is inspiring." <laughs> and you 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 throw the ball up in the air to do your super kick kick into the goal. And you completely whiff, like just mistime it completely. So the ball just lands and hits the ground as you're going up to kick it. And you just see Penny's worth kind of sigh <laughs> and turn and head into the back. No! <laughs> Do I accidentally fire one of my monk beams into the crowd? Is there any way to stop that? <laughs> no, I think you're good. You just, you, you tried to showmanship up a little too much uh, and uh, didn't, didn't go in your favor, unfortunately. All right. So I assume with the botch, I lose the rest of my turn. Yeah, you're going to lose, you're going to lose your turn, which means it's up to fart tech. 
That's that so good. I'll, the only thing my character can do is dex. <laughs> she botches <laughs> on the game point. Uh, that could have been so cool, Austin. Alright, Fartek is going to take the ball, I guess. And then he's going to do a five-step drop. And then he's going to and then he's going to scramble. And he's going to keep on scrambling even though he should have thrown the ball away by now. And then he's just going to heave it down the fe- down the field. How far back would you like this to be? I, oh, I wanna, you know, I, like I, a 20-yard scramble, you know. <laughs> okay, I want to paint this. You're, you're heaving it from a distance away. Yeah. So uh, let's see if you're accurately able to do this. Give me, give me a dexterity attack. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't botch. <laughs> it does, the ball does go forward. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm going to say this. You're, you're such a wily veteran, and you pride yourselves, uh, pride yourself on your power that you fucking heave the ball, but it just oh, it's gonna go like, like ten yards past the goal. Got it. It's just gonna hit the wall next to the goal, and then kind of land at Jock's feet. And Fartek's uh, going to is going to throw his hands up because he thinks that it went in. That's a three. <laughs> at this at this point in time, Slippy is just burying his face in his hands. <laughs> Fartek's going to do a victory lap around Mr. Metz and like pump his fist. Our team is a brutal killing machine that cannot score in an open net. <laughs> Jacques, would you like to try to bring this one home? Jacques's going to sort of look around. Okay, goalie's down and not fight, coming, doing anything. The robot dude's down, not doing anything. There's some other part of the game that Jacques kind of remembers is supposed to be. <laughs> Then he sees the ball. Oh. And he picks the ball up and just sort of looks at it for a bit. <laughs> Slippy is going to gesture to the portal <laughs> with both hands, kind of in a keep going. It's yeah, you got this, buddy. All right. Ball through portal thing. Right. And I'll just sort of haphazardly half sort of half-heartedly throw it through the portal. You don't want to like throw it with like while doing a handstand or something like that. <laughs> that is so not Josh like, Idiom. You don't you don't just want to hot dog it into the end zone. No, Josh just throws it to the portal because this is the this is the boring part of the game. Like both both hands <laughs> underhand through the legs. Yeah, basically just an underhand toss to the goal. <laughs> That's not getting on Sports Center. The, the most lame and pathetic. Boring way to put it in the goal that you can th- that that you can think of the the eight year old bowling move. It's the throwing away a wad of piece of paper move. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so you only yeah you just like into the trash essentially with it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, despite all of the fanfare that was happening a moment ago, there is uh, a ton of there is far more jubilation for the fact that you just casually tossed it into the goal as the crowd erupts because they you just scored a goal. This is very impressive in rally ball. Because scoring a goal in the first rally is often considered to be extremely difficult to do. Uh, Fartek does a does a uh, Lambo leap. He's gonna run over to say, like, "No!" <laughs> Whoa, hang on, hang well, on. Uh, what since the since the crowd is celebrating, I have to look for people to high five now because there's celebra- obviously celebration going on, and therefore I should be happy about it. So in D anD D, you are often able to, especially if you're a magic user, you are able to just uh, launch fireballs. Uh, from your fingertips at a moment's oh, no. notice. So there is a, an omnipresent danger in a competitive sort of arena combat thing being directly <laughs> next to uh, 
the spectators. So there's generally a protective shield placed around the arena. Uh, but after you score the goal, the uh, the shield will go down so that you can then high five everybody around the uh, perimeter. Oh, I th- there's I, there's no stopping me from high fiving people. Well, there would have been if their force field was up, but you know. <laughs> uh, Bartek, give me a perception check, buddy. A uh, perception check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, perception is... Oh, God. <laughs> My wisdom is so bad. <laughs> 13. You notice that as all the celebrations going on, that Mr. Met is slowly just trying to crawl away. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'm doing my Lambo leap. Okay. <laughs> so wait, do we win or is there another round? There is another round. So the way this is going to go. So there's celebration. You know, anytime you score a goal, there's usually a moment of pause in most traditional sports anyway. As things, this is when, you know, for the televised version, the commercials would start airing and things like that. Uh, but what's going to be set up is now you guys are going to be on defense. And to win the game, all you need to do is prevent the other team from scoring. Slippy, Slippy runs over to the nearest camera crew. What are you going to do? Is there, there, there's a, a Minotaur woman holding up a camera. It's focused right on you. I got to run over and just be like, whew, that was a good first rally, but we got to keep it up. You know, it's, it's a tough game out there, but. Got to give 110%. I just want to thank my mom. And all you fans at home for cheering me on. <laughs> Buy my new, buy my new photo album. <laughs> and remember, slick and slippy, best hair product in the galaxy. You, you are catching a lot of uh, a lot of cheers in your direction. There's confetti being thrown towards your way. Uh, you are you are praised as one of the better members, and you get like a thumbs up from the uh, the minotaur behind the camera. She's like, ah, that's going to be good material for later. Wave, wave to the crowd as I run back to my starting position. <laughs> so as I'm heading back, I sort of, I, 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 I make sure as I'm sort of running around doing my, my lap of, you know, high fives and such. If uh, Mr. Was it Mr. Met? Mr. Met. Yep. Mr. Met is anywhere near me during any of this. I'm going to sort of accidentally step on his ankles as I walk. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't want to be this person, but I'm going to roll perception to see that because I'm going to flip out. It's my, that's my character. <laughs> that's fine. 19. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to be able to see that. You're going to see... I tattle. I tattle. I'm a big tattletail. I tattle on my own oh. team member. <laughs> <laughs> Raph, that was on Sportsman. Like, we got an Sportsman-like conduct over here. So there's uh, there's a referee over to the side. What would be an interesting race for the referee? A beholder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got the eyes. And a little uh it's got like a, a referee shirt that just hangs from it as like a whistle a whistle dangling around one of its eye stalks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it it blows into a whistle. Like one of its eye stalk moves a whistle into its mouth and it, it blows into a whistle. It says unsportsmanlike conduct on uh what? on Jock there. Uh, I don't know. Do you what? do you have a number you you'd associate yourself with? 69, uh, 69, 69, 69. No, it's not, that's not right. But, uh, uh, 17. 17. A sportsmanlike conduct of number 17. And like a red flag gets thrown and everything like that. So there's, there's, there's a lot of drama being suddenly created and they'll inform you that because of your unsportsmanlike conduct, you will be forced to sit out at the next rally. Oops. 
What? I, what what I do? What I do, ref? I watched you. Your teammate pointed out too. You stepped on that robot's ankles. Yeah, I did. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I, uh, but I mean, what? How's that against the rules? We're not, the play's not going. <laughs> take, take it up with the commissioner after the game when you get your fines. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so unpopular after this. I missed an empty net and then I narked. <laughs> so we're going to set up now for the next rally. <laughs> as you guys are one man down for this because Dominique tattled. <laughs> Sorry about not getting to play D&D anymore. <laughs> you fucking narc. But she loves you, rules. Because you guys knocked out two members of the opposing team, they don't get to participate in this rally either. Oh, okay. Now, now, should the situation come up where the other team manages to score on you and the game's tied, then for the next rally, those two team members, Jet and Anna, would return and they'd be back in the game. But essentially, if you're defeated and you teleport away, you have to sit out a rally as you're being healed and sort of as a way to balance the game. Oh, so all we have to do is nuke this robot and we win. Well, we've got to get the turtle too. Yeah, nuke the robot and the turtle. Or just survive until the rounds are done, basically. You could always just do that as well. This turtle won't. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. We're going to continue in the same initiative order there, so Mm -hmm. it's going to be Johnny, your turn. You're off the bat. All right. Uh, I'm going to charge the robot and uh, attack with my rapier. Oh, the poor robot. 24. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that's a hit, my dude. I figured. (laughs) Seven damage with that. Seven damage is very good. Uh, you sort of, you're going to slash, uh, Mr. Met and you're going to hear him say to you, make it look good. (laughs) (laughs) And he is going to flop to the ground again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I guess I'm going to, with my hand axe, uh, flourish a second attack. I thought this was going to be the sports one shot, but it's the Black Sox one shot. And a six. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, it's, it's still a miss. You, you maybe uh, why do you think you wouldn't be able to finish him off at this point? I, I think I've just got too excited with the flourish. I'm probably like throwing my hand axe around and like doing a bunch of moves, and the crowd starts to like cheer, and I get carried away and forget <laughs> to hit him. You get too distracted <laughs> juggling the axe around, and you just like do a whole like baton routine with instant yeah, action attack. Yeah, I get I get way too distracted playing with my axe. I like I don't even. I don't even go to hit him. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. It is going to be Dominique's turn. Dominique, you are uh, in a weird position right now. You're back at goalie. And you could have scored the, the potentially game-winning goal, but you hot-dogged it and missed. And then tattled on one of your teammates and got them ejected <laughs> from the rally. So what, what, what are you thinking right now? You also disappointed Pennysworth, the pangolin. <laughs> I know, and I'm heartbroken. So right now, the robot has the ball. If I finish him off, could I just take it and the rally ends? Or then I have to go and f- fucking coup de gras <laughs> the turtle. I have to curb stomp him out in front of his friends and family. So here's the thing. Sports are often considered like the ultimate test of competitive spirit as one team goes against the other. But because most competitive sports are also put into seasons, there's sort of that knowledge out there that once your team statistically has no shot of making the playoffs, do you bother trying or do you just phone it in and, you know, 
play to keep yourself safe. You know, it, it's the joke that Mr. Met's flopping right now, but it is considered a legitimate thing in a lot of combat sports, particularly football, to kind of take it easy towards the end of the season when you don't have anything left to play for because you can still get sponsorships, you can still get deals, there's still stuff you could do and you don't want to be injured for it. So it's up to you if you want to go ham at this point. You've already pretty much won. Uh, but yeah, if, if the only ways for you to win at this point are to prevent them from scoring or eliminate all their team members. Okay, so then the robot has to die. <laughs> 22, 24, 13, 8. And the 8 is a botch. Oh, okay. Okay. So roll damage. For the last one, though, you're going to peg uh, Slippy as you are just getting too hog wild with these laser blasts, my dude. Uh, 17 damage. Okay. Yeah, you will take out Mr. Met. You blow him up to cinders as he's teleported away. Well, you made him look good. <laughs> you really lived up to the Gabriel spirit, too. You ended in an enormous explosion, basically. So uh, so as the robot, robot explodes in front of me, I catch the axe and turn around just in time <laughs> to see the stray laser blast coming right at me. Yeah, I might need to take a separate bus home. <laughs> DM, DM rules. Which one of these? Which one of these damages am I taking? Just take five. It's it's not a it's not a brutal shot. I'd like to think that it's just uh, sort of overactive hyperness that sort of led to this. She's overcompensating because she's fucking humiliated. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it is going to be uh, Fartek's turn. All right. Uh, well, Fartek sees his chance. Uh, so the ball is free now. So he's going to run over and pick it up. He's going to throw it at the goal. <laughs> It's my chance to score again, guys. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Uh, you heave it directly into the hands of Nickman, who catches it and sort of looks down the field at the three of you. <laughs> and he does some kind of uh, does some kind of symbol, like, like some kind of gesture with his hands, and then sort of steals himself for what's about to come. <laughs> As the earth rumbles <laughs> approaching him. Uh, it would be Jock's turn then. Well, Jock will from the penalty box cheer you guys on loudly. And uh Yeah, actually Yeah, get him a body bag! Oh. <laughs> Alright. Nickman is going to go ham. He is going to cradle that ball between his arms, tiki barber style. And then just charge. Oh, so he's going to fumble it. Okay. Well, this is after Tom Coughlin came in and showed him how to fucking hold a football. Oh, okay. It's jokes, sports, <laughs> jokes, sports, jokes. Sports, jokes, sports, jokes. And he is going to run down the field as fast as he can, provoking opportunity attacks from all of you. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all of us? It's going to be everybody at this point. By the time it's going to, so it would be, it'd be Slippy first. All right. Because potentially you guys could eliminate him on the way, but he's like, I got one chance. I'm not going out like a punk. So that's a 24 from Slippy. That's a hit. All right. All right. Roll the damage. Nine. Nine. Yeah, you knock him down to his feet. And he's sort of just laying there on the ground. Uh, at your feet there, Fartek. What would you do? <laughs> I'm John Quinones. What would you do if a turtle man was at your mercy? <laughs> uh, I'm going to attack the ball. Why? Because. <laughs> so, Chris, if you just turn, just like give him 
Nick the Voigtkamp test here? <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm saying, I, I've, I've presented this opportunity, this how the game can end when you've had this kind of superior position in a rally. You could choose to eliminate your opponents, or you can choose to just let time run out. What would your character do? What do you consider the more sportsman like? He's trying to score, Chris. It's very admirable of you. <laughs> I wonder how you're a veteran of the game, and yet you still don't understand how the rules work. <laughs> I roll a 12 to attack. You can throw the ball to the opposite side of the stadium, I suppose. Uh, and Wait a minute, where'd the portal go, guys? And I will pose the question then to Slippy again. Do you want to to put Nickman out? Because he's, he's going to try to get up and attack, uh, potentially. Right now he's kind of on the ground trying to recover. Slippy's a showman. So... He's he's not when he has an opportunity. I don't think he's the type of player to take it easy. Um, so I think what he's going to do is, yeah, he's going to try and flourish again uh, with his rapier. All right, go for it. All right, with advantage. Okay, so that's a twenty-three and a nine. So twenty-three. Yep, you do it. Um, and also, uh, because I get advantage, I can use my sneak attack. So <laughs> if you feel that's necessary, sure. I'm going to like, I'm going to put this guy down. He's, he's literally a turtle on his back right now. <laughs> like I said, Slippy's a showman, you know, like he wants to make right, it so look. Slippy's a replicant. Got it. He wants to make it look good, right? <laughs> that is fair. So, you're, you're um, so that's, it. uh, six for the regular damage. And then his sneak attack damage, his overkill, if you will, is 15. So 21 altogether, which is weirdly enough the same amount of sneak attack damage I did last time. Yeah, it's almost like conspiracy. Mm. So, yeah, you slash your weapons across this 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 turtle, and as he's sort of uh, about to be teleported away, you hear him utter the phrase, Good. Get. And before he can finish, <laughs> he's teleported away. <laughs> As soon as it's clear we've won, because we've won, correct? Yes. You, you, your team, the Gabriel... Pangolins? Pangolins. Pang yeah, the Gabriel Pangolins <laughs> have won the game. I want to roll stealth to try to get the fuck out of here before the uh, paparazzi try to put, put me on blast for my failures, <laughs> or the team lynches me. Yeah, all right, give me, give me a dexterity. I botched. Uh, stealth check. I botched. <laughs> I botched. All right, so I leap in and go running up to Dominique. <laughs> And totally high five her and put her on my shoulders and run around. The no. <laughs> I, I, I make a hand signal to the booth that indicates now you have to play. You're the best around. <laughs> it starts blaring from the stadium as a reporter walks up. Hold on one sec. I need to grab a token for this. I'm going to I'm going to roll a performance check. To to perform like a whole dance routine I have prepared for that song. Ooh. I botched. <laughs> <laughs> the rules are bad, folks. So, so like I try to do a backflip and land on my face, basically. <laughs> you land on your neck. No, you get fucking paralyzed on the post game show. You grammatica it. <laughs> hey, it's Chandra Nalar. It is. So that's actually interesting timing for that. So <laughs> moments later, a woman of, who is a fire Genasi, Genasi are 
people from the elemental planes, which are basically planes of nothing but fire or nothing but earth or nothing but water, essentially, where all that kind of primal energy is stored. Uh, she is a fire genasi, and she walks up to you, and she has a camera crew behind her, and she is here to interview you, Slippy, as you are the most charismatic member of the team. And the interview wasn't going to start, but they were rolling as you attempted your backflip and landed straight on your neck. Yeah! <laughs> and she's going to be like, oh, honey, are you okay? <laughs> I, I scrambled to my feet and, like, you know, wiped myself off and go, yeah, just got carried away. Well, I, I can understand that your team enthusiastically just crushed the the crown air big times in that match slippy what do you think was the key to your team's victory here uh i think there's a lot of love in this team you know i think we we just like love what we do we love the game you know we like to push ourselves uh it's it's a real it's a real crew you know like they're all they're all great some of my best friends and what what do you think uh, really kind of came down to the the key factor in this matchup for you guys? Uh, well, I think it was big when we scored. <laughs> um, that was good. That was a good one. Okay, uh, John. He's not very intelligent. He's 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 got an intelligence of ten. So, uh, yeah. So uh, scoring was good. I think we we made some good neutralizations on the field. You know, keeping them in check. <laughs> Making sure that uh, we played to our strengths, and we made sure that uh, that they just didn't get the upper hand um, against us. Uh, very, I definitely saw that you guys really seemed to systematically eliminate all of your opponents. It was very thorough, almost like a hit squad. <laughs> I, I, I have one other thing I want to ask you about. Do you have anything to comment on sort of the uh, the issue that came up? where one of your team members pointed out a penalty on the opposing team? <laughs> uh, look, Dominique is a, a, a great player. You know, she's, um, she's, she's really committed to the game, to, like, the letter of the law in the game and whatnot. Um, so, like, if she sees something that just doesn't feel right going down, uh, she's going to call it out. Because uh, she believes in the purity of the game. Um, as for the infraction itself, I didn't see it. So I can't really say anything one way or the other. But, you know, we're probably going to have a talk in the locker room and make sure that, that everybody feels good about what we do to curb any behavior that's... Uh, uh, not in the spirit of the game. <laughs> Slippy's got that media training. You can tell. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, the commissioner, Mister Win, will have definitely something to talk to you guys about afterwards. But I'm sure you'll handle that on your guys' end. Thanks so much for talking. We'll to talk me. about it. It'll. It'll be. We'll work it out. It'll be cool. It'll be good. Well, well, great game there, guys. Thanks. And uh, she's gonna let you go as she basically handles throwing the conversation back to the. Uh, to the to the television that she's or to the camera she's talking to. As as soon as Slippy is certain that the camera's not rolling again, he's gonna grab his neck and go, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a nice bag? <laughs> so you guys have won. 
Now, this is not the only game you'll be playing, but obviously with any kind of competitive sport like a tournament, there's time in between games. So I imagine there's a point where you guys are going to go back to your locker room to kind of shower off and to potentially talk about things that happened because quite a lot actually happened in that match. Nope, I'm slipping away. I had to find Penny's Worth. <laughs> Penny's Worth will be there. He is... Uh... He's in the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> he was he was intended to be a team mascot, but he has evolved into something more. I like to think that he thinks of all of you as his children. <laughs> He's the heart of the team. We need him. So it turns out that Pennyworth is not only our mascot, but he's our coach. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I was very impressed with your maneuvering out there. Except Fartek, I do not know why you continue to sort the ball when it is on defense. Well, got score. You cannot score on defense. <laughs> you gotta get a touchdown, man. That's not how this game works. <laughs> Listen, man. I've be, I've been playing this game for going on fifty years now. I, I think I know how it's played by this point. Uh, do you understand how many concussions I have suffered playing this game? My knowledge has expanded with each head injury. <laughs> He's like, I'm concerned for each of your well-being. <laughs> It's like when Dan Orlovsky Arl- did that safety in the Lions game where he just kind of wandered through the back of the end zone in the middle of the play. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know how this game works. <laughs> Fartek is smarter, is by the way, for the record, uh, smarter than uh, Slippy, but his wisdom is seven. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you should theoretically know the rules of the game. You just don't know how to apply them. <laughs> He has memorized so many plays, but which one to play <laughs> doesn't occur to him at the appropriate time. I mean, I feel like our strategy is hack the other team into pieces and then afterwards kind of just push the ball around like toddlers with Legos until something happens. <laughs> it, to work. it might work. It might work against the team that was intended to be the jobber team that you would steamroll over. Potentially other teams might be tougher. Well, we only have an hour, so <laughs> we're going to find well, out. We, well, we'll find out if we ever get to that point. Uh, Pennysworth is going to go to you, Dominique. And he's going to say, Dominique, I must ask, <laughs> if your concentration and focus is to the team, why would you rat out your own teammate? Listen, you know I love winning, but <laughs> let me tell you, the rules are the most important thing. It gives the sport structure. We need the rules. Coach, coach, I love the rules. I understand there's always affection for the rules, but you must consider that winning is the most important thing, and you have decreased your team's chances of winning by tattling on Jacques. Is it really winning if this, the integrity of the sport is so damaged that there's no sport left? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't follow you down this road. The, the, the t- I, I know how to do uh, Team with the bigger number on the scoreboard, they win. He's right. <laughs> he, he is not wrong. This time. <laughs> Why can't we just win clean? Well, perhaps I, sh- I, perhaps I should ask you that question, Jacques. Why would you need to go to the lengths of attacking a downed opponent? What? Attacking a downed opponent. I did that? Uh, yes, you stepped on the robot's ankles. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> my counsel has counseled me. Uh, I've been told by my lawyer that allegedly there was an ankle step. I didn't see nothing. Well, if you say I did that, Coach, I must have. Everyone on this team is brain damaged. <laughs> so I'm curious. Is Jacques 
ignorant to the fact? Jock has intelligence eight. Are you ignorant to the fact that you did it, or are you lying? I think he mostly just sort of forgot. He, <laughs> he did it sort of in the spur of the moment and doesn't really think about it. Mm. You know, that actually is some interesting to to like road to go down. He says, well, we should perhaps uh, make sure our teamwork is in complete unison before the next match. You are facing a very strong team in the next round. What do you know about them, coach? They are a veteran team who has been around for quite some time. Their goalie is the most impressive member of their team, for he is a stone giant who plants himself firmly in front of the goal and does not move. Ah, the walrus strategy. There should be some kind of discussion about how big a species can be and still be allowed to play the sport. <laughs> Maybe that's for another time. <laughs> he says... They have all kind of rallied around this uh, player, the giant, and uh, they are a unified force for that. And uh, at sort of the uh, the call of that, you you hear, uh, you damn straight we have, <laughs> as an eagle, Aarakrokra, uh walks into the room and uh, confronts you all. What if instead of playing sports, we just kill these people? <laughs> Well, then we wouldn't get paid. Uh-huh. And I would lose my sponsorship. That is true. I don't hit people, I don't hit people when they're not on the field. That, that would be wrong. So the Eagle Aarakroka uh, is uh, sort of a lanky figure. He seems to be particularly athletically built, uh, but he is not pristine and majestic like an eagle normally would. He is actually particularly dirty and rather filthy uh, for the most part. And he has two swords kind of uh, at he's his a dirty bird. Mm, a dirty eagle, you could say. Mm. And his teammates a Philadelphia a, fi- a filthy eagle, you could yeah. say. Yeah, and his teammates a giant. I wonder what I'm getting at here. <laughs> and he says One of them's gonna be really offensive. <laughs> okay. Nope, nope. I avoided that. <laughs> Would you go so far as to say he looks gritty? He looks very gritty. Wrong sport for that joke, but I appreciate it, John. <laughs> and he says, I saw what y'all did out there. It's impressive, but ain't nothing getting past Anvil. The hell you say? I mean, if, you, if they're better than us, then they deserve to win. I think that sounds fair, honestly. <laughs> Shut up, Dominique. And we are better than you. But I want to note that we're not going to tolerate any of that, that foul play stuff I saw out there from you guys. <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> um, hang on a second. Fartik out of nowhere says, Huh, file. <laughs> Are you mocking me, boy? What? I thought you were making a joke. Jackson ain't never make jokes. I'm as serious as they come. Ain't never? So. Ain't, ain't never. I, I, I thought someone said at one point that two negatives cancel each other out. Don't you use your wizard words on me. Well, yeah. Like if, see, like if, if if one team fumbles a ball, the other team fumbles a back. Or if, for say, for example, if you throw an interception, but the other team turns it back over, it's like that interception never happened. And that's why my touchdown interception ratio should be way higher. The hell's a touchdown. What? Okay, I think I'm leaving the locker room and I'm going to go get warmed up because I have very bad charisma. Anything I say will escalate this. 
I need to get out of here. He's just going to say to you all, uh, I'm just telling you, Anvil and the rest of us deserve this. And we're going to lay it all there out in the field. And for all of you, this might just be fun and games. But for us, this might be our last shot at the big time. And we are going to take it. Cool. Oh, man, you can always just come out of retirement like me. You have my personal promise. If anybody on our team tries to break the rules, I will put them down. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are a disgrace to this sport, and he's going to leave. I will actually walk up to him and say, look forward to playing and shake his hand in a very friendly manner. He does not shake your hand. He's just going to, like, angrily, like, glower at you and then walk away. You have to, like, pick his hand up from his side in order to shake it. Uh, so Dominique, do you actually leave first? Yeah, I gotta, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not good in social situations. She wants to get back on the field. She wants to win. Well, he's gonna, he's gonna leave. So you, you, you could stay behind. It would just be you and the rest of the team. Uh, because Penny's worth has something he wants to say. <gasps> Penny's worth. <laughs> he's gonna say, I believe that winning should be the ultimate goal of the team. Correct? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> Perhaps I may offer something then I know of the quite storied history of the stone giant Anvil who access the team goalie. He has been playing the game for decades now, and he has... Uh, Man, they ain't no big thing. Well, he has been uh, assaulted many times in the field and has suffered a great many... uh, head trauma as a result of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I am not... And he's going to kind of look around. He's like, I'm not suggesting this per se, but perhaps if you want to eliminate him more easily, you should uh, target the head. Uh, I hate to be this person. I'm just going to have to ask the question, though. Is targeting illegal? No. Not specifically. It's considered low down as long as you're not yeah but yeah no it's not okay because f- non-sports fans there was an entire bounty gate thing mm-hmm. in football it was a <laughs> it was a thing yeah also brett Favre was one of the victims of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah i'm not gonna be a stick in the mug if it's not technically against the rules so dominique doesn't say anything all right then if that's what's going to happen then good luck out there you all are my children. I care about you deeply. <laughs> Here's a question. Is he a guy in a pangolin suit or is he a talking pangolin? That's a mystery. Perhaps for if, <laughs> if we get renewed for episode two, perhaps we will digest this further at that point. After the credits, you see the, the masky costume unzip and the pangolin steps out of the pangolin costume. <laughs> it's a pangolin. But you didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. Oh, surprises. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll initiative time. So, you guys come face to face with your opposing team. There is the Eagle Aracroca, whose name is Jackson, that you learned about before. There is an enormous stone giant by the name of Anvil that is uh, literally sitting at the, like, where the portal would be. His body is so massive you can't even tell where it is behind him. You see what might be a human? It's very difficult to tell because there is someone dressed in Western attire who is basically covered in cloaks and a cowboy hat and a bandana and all sorts of stuff. And then you see 
uh, an orc with a giant pink mohawk who is staying at the front, who is, looks like they were pulled straight out of the 80s. <laughs> uh, and that person's name is Moss. The cowboy's name is Whitman. And together, they are the NFC Beasts. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of this. And they are going to be your opponents, but you guys have to determine who goes first right now. So whoever the team captain is for your team shall now go forward and roll a D20, which is going to be the equivalent of flipping a coin. If you roll heads, you get to go first. If you roll tails, they get to go first. Fartek probably thinks he's the captain, but uh, he just like always thinks that he's just letting Slippy do it. But uh, yeah. Okay. 17. All right, you guys get to start on the rally then. And let's roll initiatives. Sorry, guys, what are we doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> this whole this whole episode is, is such a savage indictment of the head trauma situation in the NFL. It's a brilliant satire. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to, like, the rowdy commissioner who encourages you guys to play as violently as possible. Didn't Will Smith make a movie adaptation of this concussion yeah and baron corb got in trouble for uh for saying that there was a concussion problem i was definitely thinking though that the best ending for this show in traditional chris style would be we win the game but then uh i we go back to the locker room and we, <laughs> we find the pangolin dead and it's like murder mystery next time on <laughs> rally ball oh, oh great the, these characters have to solve a puzzle <laughs> oh my god wow. this group of characters try to do a murder mystery. i want to do this now <laughs> it would be so good where the lights go out and then when they come back on it's just a dead body in the middle of the ring <laughs> come on don't be a coward do, chris do we do we want to do this yes should we cut this part out we'll see yeah do we want to do that that's a way more interesting and when we do a sequel episode it's a murder mystery all these idiotic athletes have to figure this shit out do you guys legitimately want to do that i'm i'm on board like absolutely that sounds kind of amazing i'm fine with it okay so you guys go first you're stealing yourselves up you see that there's the, the orc on the other side who's kind of like stomping his feet, getting ready to just go at it. Uh, there's, this, there's this tension kind of palpable in the air as you see this giant looming on the other side. Uh, and suddenly in that moment, <laughs> the lights go out. <laughs> Not already? We're not even going to play. And when they come back on, there is a pangolin costume in the middle of the ring. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Uh, Slippy gets down on his knees, clutches the pangolin costume close to him, and yells, No! <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? I'm honestly right now very amused by the idea that this started as a sports one-shot, and if it continues, every episode after it is anything but a sports <laughs> episode. <laughs> like, it's a murder mystery, and then the next one is you <laughs> You guys trying like going to space to like rescue people or something like that. I'm all over that. I'm 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 down with that. <laughs> We're gonna have to leave some of this in because it's gonna seem so fucking weird and abrupt. <laughs> I mean, weird and abrupt is generally my my style for doing anything. Uh -huh. Oh, so. I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think some people are going to be extremely upset and some people are going to fucking love it if they're like, okay, a sports episode, I'll listen to this. And then they're like, we end with the murder mystery and then they'll be like, okay, I'll give it a chance. It sounds fun. But who has killed Penny's worth the pangolin coach? (laughs) Was it Jock upset at the coach for accusing him of cheating, which he totally did? (laughs) Was it Dominique upset at the coach for implying that they should cheat more? Or was it a member of the NFC Beasts? Trying to gain an, a psychological advantage over their opponents. Find out next time on Rally Ball. <laughs> Can you imagine the controversy if your coach wound up dead in the middle of the ring and they still made you play the game? <laughs> That's how we start this. That's how we start live from the credit prison. It's Lauren's at my house. <laughs> Somebody should stop me. <laughs> if you want to support the show, first of all, tell Lauren to stop. She's ruining everything. Yes. Yes, well, I- <laughs> yes, I do what I want. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> tell them about the Patreons. Um, what's the plural? Patreon and I. <laughs> Patreon. Pat- Pat- Petrus <laughs> Peebus. Pe- <laughs> Tell him about the Peebus. Oh, uh, Austin Yorski. No, you fucked up already. Austin you're, go- you're going back into your cell. <laughs> no! AustinYorski.com. Oh my- <laughs> you fucking Peebus. No. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsi. That's me. That guy, yeah. Um uh other people too. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Laura K Buzz. She has books by the books. She talks about them. Episode description. You can click on stuff. You know how to click. There's links. I love a link. Oh my god. <laughs> Patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. That's Chris. Uh he's very sad. Please give him money. <laughs> Conrad's at of horse. That's patreon.com slash of horse. Yes. Bojack. He's also on he keeps calling it movie boys and spin-off doctors. That's in the Jimquisition feed. He's been on the show for a year and a half and we've never said that. Really? It's not even its own feed. Ooh, we're really bad at doing the credits. Super bad, dog. Tell them about your things. Um I'm on Twitter. It's pretty cool. That's R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. And you can buy pictures of my titties. That's the thing you can do. Tell us about the executive producers for July 2019. A Bozog blew my cover six. Romantics defeat the evil mimics. Okay, so now you're going to scream because it's your my house. When you're at your house, you fucking whisper into the mic. Suck my dick. <laughs> werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. You're doing the whole thing now. You want me to come in here? I'm too far away from the mic. They can't hear me. Aaron Conduit of Festive Anarchy. Happy Bastille Day. 
Hell yeah. Abigail Grace. Oh, she's screaming. Adrian <laughs> Aftershock, lecherous patron of Lauren's lascivious ludoporium. Thanks, homie. Aki Savalainen. I'm not doing this. Albert West. <laughs> Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Alice in the Purple. <gasps> An otter cuddling with their otter plushie. Andrew Birmingham. I'm and- just going to step in from now, <laughs> now and then. Nope, 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 nope. Now she's sassing me. Andrew Fege, conduit of helping Lauren dunk on Austin <laughs> itself. Andrew Grothin. Oh, yeah, it's me. Andrew. <laughs> and- she, she's so high, y'all. <laughs> Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Dora, that's my character, I should say it right. Oh my god, she's <laughs> losing it, folks. Antonio Condolito Snacks. Antonio, please bring me the snacks. Arachnovolt, leaving the credit prison to play Ultimate Alliance 3. I don't know what that is. It's a video game. I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> Arcanist You can't. I don't know how to say that word correctly. Rylea? It's We talked about this before, it's from Lovecraft. But I forget things. That's true. Oh, there's, there's Moose! Archibald H. Cactus Esquire Conduit of Moose. I don't remember what Moose isn't anymore. We've lost the plot on that whole storyline. Arjan Limite. Arjan de Koning. Ash the Big Bean Girl. <laughs> Aubrey Hunter. Austin Korgsky. Korgsky. Conduit of Best Boy itself. Fuck! <laughs> Austin! You guys are awesome. Isaac. Conduit of Gavel, Gavel, Gavel. Backwards of Con... Backwards? <laughs> the backwards. Backwards. Backward. I can't do it now. <laughs> I'm broken. Backwards of Conduit. Sparkle. Beef Swellington. Conduit of Meat. BJ. Conduit of Miniature Giant Space Hamsters. B-Ray Echo. Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny lips. <laughs> Blue Six. Bone... Is it bone S or bones? I feel like if it was bones, it would have three S's. With only two, it looks like bone S. Bone S. Brady, conduit of successful murder. No! Finally. You're under arrest. This is a sting operation. I'm no narc. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk. Goatly. Birdie Monk, private security. He used ocular pat down. It's super effective. Please do the next one. <laughs> By the way, you may slam jam my mam ham. <laughs> I feel like you gotta put clams in there somehow. By the way, you may clam slam my jam mam mam hams. Callum, what is moose? We must know. Turner. Cameron Abbas. Well, hold on. Let's put our official guess in for the week. What is moose this week? I'm gonna say a worm. Have I already said turtle? I feel like you probably have. But you didn't say tortoise. Tortoise and or bearded dragon. Mm, okay. Can't spell mustilate, mustilata without must. That's the family the ferrets are in. Oh, you love those guys. I really do. Candace, listen to Dice Funk. Starling. Lauren actually doesn't listen to Dice Funk. I do. Mm-hmm. But don't always finish. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> who is that noise? Uh, carriage one, conduit on crushing on Austin in a respectful, non-horny way. I'll let you know, I'm only horny for credits. That's it. I've never been horny in any other way. Charlie, oh God, I forgot about all the puns in season three. Charlie. (laughs) The show's good. Chris, conduit of bad decisions, Wallace. 
Christ, men, conduit are dying for your horny sins. We're gonna have to kill that fool. Christopher Charlotte. <sighs> Go, Hoblast. You need help reading there, homie? <laughs> I forgot for a second. Corum the wheels on the Merkaba go round and round and shout, Holy! <laughs> Cosminyan, conduit of stardust. Counterfeit. C.R. Saldana, prophet of our in Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. DL. Dandy Snuff. Daria, go right! Damn it, Daria, you know what you have to do. Dawning Frost. Decibel. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Devin, Conduit of Evolution. Don Johnston. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Dr. Tao. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Isix. Dragon in the Server Room. Dylan and Rylan the Dog, listening on a lazy Sunday morning, also dishes. You got a dog. Okay, Dylan, Conduit of Bigger Skeleton Booty. <laughs> Ebra and I am too cuckold for this shit. INRJ Ecorin Elder Dog Elderlygoose.com Canonically not born. That's true, I checked. <laughs> Eleanor and not Daisy's parent in conduit of endless crushes. Please help. Aline. <laughs> I really like how you put a lot of energy into that question mark. Holy shit. <laughs> Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma Moose is none of those things. God damn it. Emma, you're really fucking with us now. You're really cheesing my onions. <laughs> Why is that a I don't know. It's just words that came out. <laughs> Emma Murons. And Diego Vandana. Eric, conduit of his... No, insatiable horniness. Good Christian boys and girls are only horny for credits. That's the only thing we're allowed to be horny for. You can go, dog. Oh, no, I don't want to go, dog. <laughs> Aaron Lagadec, Ethan Lawrence, Evan Leduc, conduit of finally deciding to support the show after you, and then it cut off, but thank you. <laughs> Exolaris. You gotta do that one. I do? I ring Mike, conduit of holy, 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 holy. Just Google Trisagian. It's a real thing. It's a... <laughs> It's a liturgical thing in Christianity. You gotta say it. Fabian got that dank. Florian H. Francois Ar- Arsenal. Mm-hmm. You tried. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. Francois V. Frank Sands. Listen to continue podcast and Dice Funk. Gabe, I named my Roomba Steve Dade Albacaris. That is smart. Grapefruit juice. We're only in the G. Holy shit. Chris. 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 I was going to say sketch. Chris. So mad. Chris. Graphite. Graphite? Graphite. Conduit of rhetorical questions. Grimlock. Gwenevere Cummings. F. Thor Grunderson. First of his name. Born of fire and brimstone. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Harry, more boys in crop tops. I agree. <laughs> you can't just scream. There's four exclamation points. I have to scream. That's fair. He's on <laughs> Hers pussy broke down. Yeah, big same. I'm done. Oh, no, she died. All right, I'm stopping and getting it. How do I make friends? Regards. Conduit of social faux pas. Hunter Don't. Howland. Shut up. <laughs> She's here now, so if she tries to interrupt me, I can just karate chop her. 
Hustle Bones, Ian Morgan, Ingmar Gremmen, Ink Drop, The Ooze, Inducer of Oozmosis, Careful, It's Contagious. <laughs> Invicta here, reminding you to celebrate Soul's independence, or else. Jer. Isaac, Conduit of Tux the Penguin. I've been talking like Laura and IRL, and now my family's worried. <laughs> That's, I mean, everyone else is too. Do you think that we're going to look back on this and be like, wow, Lauren was the corniest bitch who ever lived. She's always talking about doggos and big heckin' puppers. Or do you think it's timeless? So we're just like, no, that's just how Lauren talked. I I talked so weird, yo. <laughs> I just said you! James Neely. Jamie, the pink-haired... Ma- <laughs> I was said massacre. That's <laughs> Oh, my God! Jamie, the pink-haired menace. Janiac, conduit of... Okay, Lauren, you read this one. I'm conduit of a hot tabaxi mama look- looking my furry bitch. Janiac, just because you're Laura's fiance, do you think you can just come on here and say anything you want? Is that what you think is going on? Because I there's things I won't say, and that's one of them. I found it. Jasper, conduit of birthdays. Happy birthday, I'm assuming? <laughs> I, I mean, okay. All July. <laughs> All July. Everybody, happy birthday. <laughs> Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess, pa- pause. Cosplay. <laughs> pause clay. <laughs> Pog play. No! <laughs> Jen! Jenny Colby! That one's yours. Which one is me? Just. Je- I just fed Ye? Yeah. Are you John- just gonna give me any anyone's with J's in them, huh? Is that what's going on? John- we're, we're Americans. Sorry about our mouths. <laughs> John Kerry, not that one. John, John Pops. Johnny's number three fan. Me and Leon are one and two, obviously. Oh. John Barnett, conduit of voice trying to catch up, but never quite. Mm. Johnny tips. I wish I had some Johnny tips. Joseph Tombrello cutting that off. To deal, to deal with my Johnny, I always want tips. <laughs> Josie, conduit of gender feels fanfics. Drew Man Jack. Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of asking how will we be emotionally ruined this time. Oh, there's a lot of small, cute things to get attached to. I'm sure getting... hope nothing bad happens to him. You get to finish. <laughs> okay. Jorgen, Indie Monster, <laughs> Winewick Ford, Conduit of Name Butchering. Caster UK. Kate, Conduit of Semi-Regular Regret. Kiefer Lowe. Keith Chalman. <laughs> Keith Chonkers. That's what I thought too, Chonkers. Chonkers. The Keller Automat. Ken, Conduit of Finally Writing This Goddamn PhD Dissertation. You get him, Ken. Kentoroy? Kentoroy? <laughs> you can tell when your brain just shuts down and she's thinking about fucking seals again. Oh, I really love pinnipeds. Uh, Kentaroy. That's the best you're going to get from me, homie. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kaniko Fan. Katie Foe. Condiment of Guessing Plot Points. They really got my number this season. Not Thing. Carito Prime apologist, apologizes to everyone he Patreons except Austin. Never apologize for me. Christina, conduit of vegetarian Valrobin. Oh, neat. <laughs> it took you a second. Kato is Elias from Magus Bride. I get that reference. I actually specifically, never mind. I was going to say I talk about this character design, but I tried to avoid the Magus Bride guy on purpose. Crystal, who thinks season five was a cover up paid for by Big Mothman TM. Uh, Kyle Badsvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. Lana, 
Chop, chop, is it, chop. Okay, let me get in here. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Lauren's duckling. Okay, I just want to make it clear. It is my mom's duckling. I have not been in the same area as the duckling because that's seven hours south of here because Florida's insane. That's never stopped me from taking ownership of dogs I've never met. That's true. Uh, if you send Austin a dog picture, he is legally the owner of your dog. Mine. Uh, Lauren Cates. It's strong, independent Bozog Day, a.k.a. July the Block. <laughs> The acoustics in here are noticeably echoey when you're around. <laughs> Loki, Loki, making donuts in a wash with the all-powerful moose. I'm gonna start a moose cult soon. Ludovico Limited, Luke Powers, Lulu's Gadoo, Lucy the conduit of having too many pet burbs. Lucy, don't hold out on me. Mmm, Joe. <laughs> I do that every time. The cult of Gorfanax. Master Rank's devious idea. Matt Collier. Matt Lackins would like to know how to get past the character limit. <laughs> Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Maximum side boob five. Side boobs in space. Mashin. Conduit motivation issues. Me too, bro. It's cool. Melvin. Michael Grauman. Michael Hall. Am I too loud? <laughs> I'm really scared to look at the waveforms. I can't look, get away from the Excel document without lo- <laughs> looking at them, and it's going to be a fucking massacre. Where were we? Uh, I said Michael Hall, I think. Mich- oh, fuck. They sent us a correction on how to pronounce their name. Is it, is it Mikkel Minkler? Mikkel? Mikkel. Mikhail. Mikkel. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not even high for the record. How are you Mikael Minkler, conduit of LGBTQIA plus Wrath Month. <laughs> Do I hit? <laughs> Don't tell them I hit you. They're going to know. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, midlife stasis. Mike Dross. It wasn't even a hit. I tagged you in for the record. <laughs> Whatever, bitch. Mika from Finland. It's a wrestling thing. Miles and Rose, conduits of yin and yang. Modified Matthew. Morgan Rapp, Mr. Willie Phoenix St- Phoenix Stevens, lesbian seagull Pooh Bear Shaker, my personal favorite <laughs> patron, Matt Lutz. <laughs> oh, you cracked the code. <laughs> my Valentine is postmodern eye artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aneskins, conduit of natural to itself. Nathaniel Holman, Nicholas Dominic, Nicole Woodruff, Nina Person. <laughs> like. Not S. Kearney, but Ideal Brando. <laughs> Nani? Uh, is that Pie Rabjerg? As far as I know. I like to do the, yeah. You can do whatever you want, and legally they can't sue you. Nice. Pangolin needs Laura to use some goddamn magic. <laughs> Was that about Leah Myra? <laughs> She's doing some magic. Well, they haven't heard the best magic so far, so. Oh, patriotism is a lark. <laughs> it really is. Paul Mullen, pineapple, pixel pineapple. full. <laughs> Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. Pocket sundial, Preston Bowers, pro wrestling Mothman, Jermaine Walls. Professor has been fizzled. <laughs> Philosophy of hallucination department. I need to breathe. A shard point. <laughs> Did you lose your breath? Yes. <laughs> I can't breathe through my nose. I have a deviated septum. 
Listen, reading credits is technically an exercise for everyone out there. Fruit hole goes puck. Conduit of large ambitions but poor follow through. Don't call me out, please. Raccoon Empire does not recognize the notorious possum insurgent. <laughs> Insurgency. Let's give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt. <laughs> I know what they meant, but I had to do it. Ramses the cat has run out of funky cats, unless necromancy? Cats are notoriously susceptible to necromancy, if you haven't seen Pet Cemetery. The new one blows random conduit of would you like a hug? Resumi Yazura. Remsiv. Robert Chisholm. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker. Only two seasons until the sex season. Oh, they're holding us to that. Roll to your wet. Did you want to say words? R- Robert Tuttle? Yeah. Rowlet. Rowlet used roundness. It's super effective. Salad Child, Sam Zdenowitz, Sean Lyons-Burke, Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays, Semen, <laughs> Conduit of Harder Slatty, <laughs> Shane Sedgwick, Shane Ware, check out the Embalmed Apple to support a new creator, She is Beauty, She is Grace, <laughs> Kel Kicks Nazis in the Face, Shocking Link, Yeater of Responsibilities, Sin Milk Tom! <laughs> okay, Lauren's back in, she loves the Sin Milk. <laughs> Sir Octopus, oh, no. <laughs> That's a new character, Sir Octopus. My mouth is very dry, okay? <laughs> he's got eight tentacles and eight something else, and he's ready to go. I can't do it. I was chivalrous. It is I, Sir Octopus. <laughs> I wonder how long this credits is going to be. Four hours. Uh, socialism is party cohesion plus Soviet power. Squid Cap, the conduit of getting called mommy by strangers on the internet. <laughs> oh my god. Sir Octopus is out there calling people mommy. <laughs> Starlight Grand Glimmer did nothing wrong. <laughs> that guy. Stefan Lund, also a Danish shapeshifting raven. But I'm already happi- happily something. Married? In a relationship? Eating pizza? <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, pizza sounds better. Stenar, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sometimes my mouth is bad, okay? We're losing her, folks. A student had conduit of consonants. They did it on purpose. True. Summer yam in the living season. Summer yam, Summer yam in the living season. Are you okay? It's just very funny. <laughs> Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? I need to breathe more, y'all. <laughs> Just in general. Sydney Marsing. Saritha, asexual and loving it. Oh, it's so good not to be horny. <laughs> I got distracted by Austin talking about horny. Uh, Tales of Inquiry. That sounds like a masterpiece theater shit. Tara, conduit of terrible puns. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. Get a move on, Penguin. You think I want to be here? The pigeons are on to me. They must be stopped. I need you to get the... Oh, I think they're dead. The Precursor. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleasonstack. Tushi Okoro. Conduit of never living up to my own impossible goals. Do you want to get in here, homie? I can keep going. No, I'm still done workshopping the Octopus character. <laughs> Trace! What do, you, what do you think about this for a voice? It's me, Octopus. <laughs> I'm here 
octopus. <laughs> Are you sure you're not high? <laughs> I just want to piss. <laughs> um, who was uh, Chase Marsing? I think. I'm sorry. All he does is piss. <laughs> Transient passerby. Trevor Five, get out of here. It's my 21st birthday. Can I get a yeet? Yeah. Touche. Shy. Shay. I don't know. I'm, my brain died. Anyways, Shay, Lauren's snake voice equals maximum throbness. Thanks, homies. So we just addressed now that you're going for Hungarian? Is what the. Because people are like, oh, she's doing Austin's Russian. And Austin's Russian is Ukrainian, but that's another topic. <laughs> Um, I, I like to falter between French and, like, Italian Elon Musk, <laughs> but she, I'm going for Hungarian. She don't pay the taxes. I do not pay the taxes. <laughs> I just know it's New York. What's wrong with me? Anyways, Rigar Einstein, Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. I did the thing. Best. Victoria Valentine. Vinny, conduit of eating too many edibles. No, Vinny. Okay. Just a pro <laughs> He's going to be really earnest about this. Pro tip. If you have access to CBD only stuff, if you get too high from edibles, the CBD will counteract that feeling. This has been School in the Credits with Lauren. Okay. Violet Skittles Unicorn. Ignorant of human's ways. She's a sailor. That's what he said, huh? <laughs> I don't remember how I sound now. Um, get the guards. I have to take her back to the credit prison. Volcano pussy melt your Peter like ice. Sounds like a rap lyric. <laughs> it really does. Wrenchy, now that introductions are done, how are you? I don't know, man. Horny for credits. Stop it. Zephosaurus, you know, Jade is hot. Nice one, Jade. I'm in bed now, Jade. I'm on the other side of the room. Z23619. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar conduit of retribution. Retribution. I don't know. That guy sounds like he fucks. It's over now. Tell him about the fucking websites. <laughs> That's how we already did that. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Translate for me. Google Play, I think iTunes. Podbean. Podbean. Did I say YouTube? I sure did. My dick. His dick. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? Leave a comment on this dude. <laughs> um, don't be afraid to look in the episode description because nothing we've said today is helpful. <laughs> Don't be frightened of our links. That's what angels say in the Bible when they appear to people. They say, do like, not be afraid. Listen, homies, calm your tits. It's cool. We'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs>